All right, welcome to another episode of the Sports East Los Angeles Chargers podcast. Brandon's here with me on this Monday night. How are you doing? Tired, but I'm here and I'm ready to talk about the travesty that, that occurred on, on this night of, uh, what is this, week five? Yeah, week five. So, um, Before we do that, I just posted in the chat and I can't stop watching this video. Chris Brockman of the Rich Eisen Show. I think Rich is actually still in London, interesting enough, um, when they did this clip this morning. But Brockman said in their overreaction Monday segment that the 49ers would beat an overall NFL all-star team. Yeah, that man's on drugs. Are, are you kidding me? And, and don't get me wrong. We, we talked about this yesterday that the Niners are by far the best team in the NFL. But yeah. you are out of your mind if you don't think they'll lose at least three games this year. We are not saying they're going to go undefeated. I, I'm definitely not saying that. Are you? No. I mean, there's a reason why there's only been, what, two undefeated teams, I think, that have made the uh, playoffs and then go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and in, only in, one in has history. ever won. And only one has won. And that was back when they only played, what, 12 games? They played 14 so, that year. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Even so, like, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And that's not shit that the Miami Dolphins that year. That, that's still a hard thing to do. That's st- but, that, that still is an all-time record and should be lauded as that. We're not degrading exactly. it. But at the same yeah, like, everybody keep, like, this is why I kept saying yesterday, too. Like, pump the brakes on the Niners. They're the best team in football, but, like, let's not crown them as, like, a dynasty. Like, I'm not. I wrote. I wrote. I said yesterday, I was very careful not to call them Super Bowl champs yesterday. Because realistically, I think realistically, as we talked about yesterday, I think we'll post these at the same time as we did over the past few weeks. But as I said in the previous podcast, I said that I think realistically, there's almost no question. I at least would put it at 90%. That this team makes an NFC title game. I don't think. Oh, yeah. I think considering where the rest of the NFC is right now, yeah. I I would find it hard to believe that this team doesn't get a one seed and finds its way to an NFC title game, considering yeah. what the three to seven seeds are going to look like. Yeah. But to say that they are better. They are that much better than the entire NFL where you could put yeah, out an NFL Pro Bowl team in there. That is ridiculous beyond belief. Like, there's hot takes that you hear that, like, you know, you can see it. It can maybe make sense, especially if you do a lot of, like, you know, if you do mental math. But there is no amount of mental gymnastics and mental math you can do there that makes sense. Like... Like, the okay, NFL so is filled with so much, like, regardless of the Niners, just get rid of the Niners. There is so much just incredible individual talent, like Max Crosby, who we saw tonight. There's so much incredible individual talent at every position outside of the Niners that you're telling me that putting those two teams to putting that team together and saying, go win an actual NFL football game and play at your highest level against the 49ers. Are you telling me that they, I'll be honest, any NFL team, I think even the Niners included, any NFL team that goes up against an NFL Pro Bowl level team in an actual NFL game gets smacked like 50 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, like, let's just say hypothetically this game were to happen. 
Okay, on that on that All Star Pro Bowl team, you're putting Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. That's just on on offense. Can you imagine Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald, and Max Crosby on one defense? That alone, what we saw from those, what we saw from Max Crosby today. Tell tell me that wouldn't like even have more sacks than the Seahawks did on Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean by far. And I mean, I mean like, uh, and then also on, I mean, just going back to the offensive side of the ball, you give them what probably the Eagles' offensive line since that's considered the best in football. Well, I would give go by that. I would go by position, but yeah, majority yeah, of them would go be by, the Eagles. Uh, yeah, yeah, majority. Yeah, at least two or three of them would be Philly. Um, but like you know, it's like. The list goes on and on of who you can put. You know, you can put. I think. You know, I think there's like, the funny thing is. I think a a real debate would be because we do this debate every year with all pro teams. It's like who do you put in where? Like if you were to make an NFL all pro team that actually plays in an NFL game, that's really fucking hard. Like you would yeah. have you would have to create a committee of like NFL legends, legendary GMs to figure that shit out. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I definitely wouldn't want to. Yeah, and then, ima- then imagine not just putting an all-star team together of current players. Imagine they told you, oh yeah, any players like past and present. You know how hard that actually is. Oh my god, that would kill me. <laughs> like the, my my brain would would explode, <laughs> reanimate, and then explode again. Trying to do that. Oh like, my that, god, that, that's ridiculous. That that is again. We're just proving that is one of the. That is one of the dumbest takes ever. Yes, the Niners are a mile better than the rest of the NFL, but it doesn't mean because because basically what this take is is you're basically saying they're going to go undefeated this year, and I think that is preposterous. I think because they lose at least like any... I think they lose at least three to four close games, and we come on this pod and say they lost, but they still look like the best team in football. Like, I'll be yeah. honest. I think we're going to come into the pod. They're going to lose a few games. And we're probably going to say that. I, I can predict yeah. that right now. They're like, going to lose games, dude. They're going to lose. Like, look, look at look at the schedule and, look, like, the rest of their schedule and the games they could lose. They're, I mean, listen, the, the teams, like, they don't sound great. But when you think about some of the players that some of these teams have, like, the Browns defense is you – could, you, could, you could see it. You could see that being it, a tight game that they could lose. Let's just say that could that that could absolutely be a trap game. Vikings, they'll they'll probably beat them. Bengals, if the Bengals can get in gear, that can be a good game. That's a fun game, by the way. If they can yeah. get in gear, we're saying Jag, if, Jag. and that's a big if, yeah. by the way, to me still. Yeah, Jag, you know, Jags, Jags. Um, that's a fun you know, game. It's a fun game. Buccaneers, Buccaneers are are surprising this year. Are surprising a lot of people this I think, year so far. Can, you know what we forgot to mention on last pod? I, I think we can call the Buccaneers the trap team. They can yeah. trap some teams. Yeah, because it's funny because well, here's the thing: when you think of a trap team, you're thinking of a team that's like two and three or one and four right now. So, like, I wouldn't say they're a trap team yet. I feel like if if they get to that Niners game and they're like three and five, whatever they are, three and four, three and five, if you get to that game, then I could see it. But, um, but if they end up being like you know five and three, six and two, whatever it is, like. I don't think it's a trap, but see, it's only a trap game because you're thinking, oh, Baker Mayfield won't do anything. But when you think about who the Buccaneers still have as a veteran presence, and that, how they actually use team, Baker Mayfield, by the way, yeah, and, yeah, and how they don't give him, they don't give him, you know, a lot of complications. They can make that a hell of a game. 
And like, you're uh, by the and you're telling me that let, let's just ignore the Bucks game. You're telling me that you're gonna play the Seahawks on Thanksgiving, the Eagles right after that, and the Seahawks again. Don't tell me there's not a loss in there somewhere, regardless if there's yeah. Philly or Seattle. You realize how brutal that NFC West is. And that like, game, that game, regardless of how we feel about that game going into Thanksgiving, that game is still going to be a great Thanksgiving night game. And That's going to be really fun. And, and, my, and mind you, here's the thing. It, it, even going back to the earlier part of that, they have more road games in like in, in the next like six seven weeks then they have home games that's a lot of travel yeah and it's like like the road games they have back-to-back road games nine browns vikings i mean vikings are not good but back-to-back road games especially going from cleveland to go over then to, to minnesota is and especially two and especially two well minnesota plays in a dome but two cold weather areas still that's you know it's still something um I mean, then they have the home game against the Bengals, but you don't know what the Bengals are going to be because they just had a, you know, they, they they looked a lot. I mean, they're still not great, but they looked a lot better beating beating the Cardinals this past. Well, but again, you know, it's yesterday. the Cardinals. Like we're being reasonable here. Yeah, but then you know, but yeah, anything's possible. And that's, that's another thing too. Like people got to realize, uh, going like and we said before, undefeated is so hard. But it's not anything, this. This team is not an undefeated team. I no. I can guarantee you, it's not. I think three four losses is completely fair. And I don't think yeah. any of those losses, realistically, at the end of the year, will change our view on this team very much, if at all. Yeah, and and like and, here, and here's the thing, and then, and then when you look at in in between those Seahawks and Eagles games, look at how many look at how many games are on the road. Three out of those four games in that stretch are on the road. Jags, then they're at home again for the Bucks, but then road Seahawks, road Philly. Mind you, that's also going from Seattle to all the way to the East Coast in Philly. It's a long trip. And and by the way, you're play, imagine if that Bucks game is tight. You're on a short week against Seattle, and then you got to pop up and go to Philly. And Philly in December. I've said, how many times have I said this on a podcast we've done? Philly in December and January is a place you do not want to be because it's loud. It's cold. It it's, might it, snow. It's ex- it might it's snow. It's extremely cold and might snow. And the Eagles will have every reason because that that game. We uh, ever since last year when they knocked out Brock Purdy in that game, Niners fans and their team have made nothing but excuses as to why they lost. You don't think Philly hears that? So, like to say that this team's gonna go undefeated is just absolutely insane. Not just because of the fact they do have tough games, some tough games remaining, also because of the fact that any given Sunday, one of these teams could just surprise them. That's totally possible. It happens every week in this league. There's so there's so, this- so many. There's so many, every good team, you know this well with your Eagles. I know this well with Seahawks of of yesteryear and even Chargers to a degree, right? Every team has a game where they just play like garbage. It's like, oh, oh, that, that game, that game's the fluke game. They just played like garbage. Every team has those. You're not telling me the Niners will at least have two or three of those by the end of the year. Yeah. I'm pretty confident they will have those games. At some point down this stretch, I'm I'm actually curious right now. Let's see. I need to see this real quick. What? Who was the last? Who was the last team to sweep their division? To sweep? There's a lot of teams that sweep their division. Yeah. In a year, but even so I don't know. But even. But even so, that that's still it's, a hard thing to do. It's anyway. not easy enough to do. I don't like, know. Like, 
but like the, like okay, so it ha- I think it happened in 2019, but that was before COVID. But so, but like so, but still, that's still that's still four years ago. So, like you know, sweep sweeping your division doesn't happen every year too. Like, do you really think that the Niners are going to sweep their division? Do Do you realize that even if a team is atrocious, even if you're like a good team, you sit there and go, yeah, I know that team's atrocious, but we always play them tough in division. They're probably going to win one of those games against us. That happens in every damn division. And every single season. And every single season. Oh, oh that, so it's just everybody that's saying, oh, the Niners can go undefeated. They can, but it's but the, the percentage is probably less than 10% chance. I would give it 0.0001. I just don't see that happening. I don't see it. Yes. Hard to do. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll go I'll go less than one percent and yeah. Yeah, like the again, I get it. We all get it. I think all of us in the media and a lot of us fans who watch all these games understand the Niners are clearly the best team in football. But the idea that they go undefeated is not even something that has even closely crossed my mind. Because I know they're at least gonna lose three games this year. Like I just know like, that. And we all know that. Yeah, and especially, I mean, I have to look at it through my Eagles lens too. But when you look at the the, the tough schedule we have for about four or five straight weeks, you know the Eagles know what's in front of them too. And the thing is, we we've been circling that game since the NFC Championship game. We've been circling that Niners game since the NFC Championship game. And like we just said, that game is in Philadelphia. So to think that the Niners are just gonna walk in there and just steamroll the Eagles. It's complete crap. No, it's crap. And what I, I'm also what I'm gonna say about this too, since your Eagles are five and zero, you're I, you're not saying that the Eagles are gonna go undefeated. You know, especially oh, in that tough, no, yeah. you know that in that tough of a stretch, you're gonna come on this pod with a couple of losses that gave you massive heart attacks because oh, yeah. you know how tough that schedule is gonna be, and you're it's still like you're still gonna lose a few games in that stretch. And some of them yeah. might be pretty ugly, as it seems to be with your Eagles. Uh, and you I, just and know this. And like, and like I was saying, just on a little bit of a sidebar, if they fix the red zone offense, they can compete with, with San Fran, Miami, Buffalo, etc. But if that red zone offense continues to struggle like they are, they're, they're going to they're gonna lose by, by about 14 to those teams. So, like, so, and they said that after the game yesterday. I think that's what they said. That's what a lot of them said in the uh, press conference things like that in the locker room. They said we need to fix our red zone offense. So hopefully Brian Johnson has his ears open, clean the wax out, figure it out, homie. Because that's you're the reason why we're not scoring points. It's funny because actually we're top five in offense still somehow. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, which is which is which is ridiculous. And yard and think it's it's in yards it, per it, game and points you know, per you game. So. You know you know what that shows how messed up all the offenses in the NFL have been. <laughs> oh yeah. How bad that yeah, how how like Chiefs offense has been has been underachieving massively. Uh Bengals, obviously they're a mess. Like all the teams that we looked at last year that are that that were Super Bowl contenders or deep playoff run kind of teams, there's only two teams right now that are that are, are three no well no well, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're every team like, every I'll just say this. Even the Niners are as close to perfect as you could be right now. I I mean Every team has its issues, I guess is my point. It's just like, yeah. uh, and we also like we also have to we also have to look at at, at this from a quarterback lens too. Like, you know, everybody's saying that the Niners are going to go undefeated. It's like, I mean, listen, I know, I, I know, I, I I dug in a little bit at Brock pretty you know yesterday too, but it's also but, but that's but that's, a, but that's, a reasonable, but that's too. 
But that's another thing, too, before you continue. You're not telling me Brock Purdy's going to have one or two bad games this season? That's where I was going. Like, 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 like I, I, I love Brock not, Purdy, but I don't think I'm not sitting. He, I'm not sitting here saying he's not going to have a bad game here or two down the not, stretch. He's not going to. He's not going to throw for 300 and four TDs and no picks every single week. It's or have happen. what he had, or what he had, or what he had on on Sunday. No, that, that I, I'm. I'm sorry. He might have a couple bad games, and that will contribute to some losses. Yeah, I, I, that's I it's it, gonna happen. I don't. I I'm yeah. pretty confident that's gonna happen. And again, yeah. doesn't change my opinion on him or the team. They're gonna be fine with a few losses. I think you can even make an argument for your Eagles. They're probably gonna be fine with a couple yeah. losses. Like, I don't know. They're like, gonna be fine. Like, like, like the 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 only thing that the Niners have to worry about, and same thing with the Eagles, is those two teams are just battling it out for first seed in the NFC. That's it. And I think even with a couple losses for both of those teams, we're pretty confident that that's how it's going to look at the end of the year. Yeah. Considering where the rest of the NFC is. Those are the top two teams in the NFC, like, period. Unless unless something happens, you know, because injuries do happen. So, you know, barring injuries. Yeah. So, but, but as of right now, those are the two teams battling for one and two. So, yeah, it's one and two and everybody else. And it's, it's, it's crazy because, it's weird to to think about this, but the NFC has actually like even though we've said it's, it's crapshoot and it is, it's actually been very surprising this year how so many of the teams like outside of maybe well the NFC is because all the NFC teams are just middling besides Philly, um, which is funny because last year they were NFC beast, um, but They're the like, NFC middling is that their new? <laughs> but like, but like, but like the but like the NFC this year has actually had some teams that have you know kind of been a little bit surprising. Like, yeah, I think I like, think I think the whole NFL, the whole NFL is at a weird place, right? Where I think we've we've kind of alluded to this over the last five weeks that we've done these pods, but like the NFL itself, minus the Niners, Philly's up there, but not as high as the Niners are at this time. The NFL is like kind of just a general crapshoot in a really negative way. Where all of these teams, like, I think that word is perfect for a lot of teams right now. A lot of teams yeah. are kind of just middling. We don't really yeah. know what they are fully, and that's kind of why we did that name game in the previous pod, because I think the name game kind of helps us at least get an idea through the first month of the season what a lot of these teams are, because we kind of don't have that much of an idea, which is normal at this time of year. But I think especially this, especially last year and this year, a lot of these teams are going to just look as confusing in week five as they do in week 14. <laughs> like, I just kind of like, feel that way. And that was the case last year. I think it's going to be even worse for us this year once we hit December. And it's crazy because it's like, for the teams that are middling, like, there's some there's some up and coming, like, three and two teams and some teams that are three and two that shouldn't be. Yes. That that look, that are, that look, that there, there's three, there's like, there's like, you can argue, yeah. There's like there were there were like before we got into this week, there were like three and one teams that looked like zero and four teams. Oh yeah, like, it, like it's like, a thing. Like, like I know Steelers fans are happy that they won, but you're but your offense, and, and your you offense, five. your offense has made Mike Tomlin want to drink bleach. Just yeah. I, I'm being real. But yeah, in like your that, turn, that, drink bleach. That's that, but that's not even an exaggeration. It's true that like the Steelers should be zero and five. Like they're they're, 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 win- defense. they're they're winning in spite of Matt Canada, not because they're of winning him. in spite of that whole offense, not just Matt Canada. 
Oh yeah, that but whole it's office 90%. is a freaking mess. Ninety percent of it's Canada. Ninety percent is Matt Canada. Um, like, but it's like you know. But then you look at the team that's like right behind them in terms of like the the whole AFC conference, which is the Jaguars. They're three and two, but they're they're slowly kind of coming around. It feels like. Yeah. For so sure. it's like they're definitely the, much better the than the Steelers. Same with the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see what so, happens with you know. with Minshew mania now oh, rearing its ugly head in Indy for a month. Um. Well, you know what else is rearing its ugly head? Jordan loves interception prone self. Um, so he, so here, here's my deal, right? And I was going to use Brock Purdy as kind of a comparison because my dad and I were talking because he he watched both of these games pretty much in full. Definitely the Niners game. He watched. It's funny. He watched more of the Niners game than I did because I was done pretty early on. Uh, but um, he was like, "Oh, look at Jordan Love." And then look at like Brock Purdy. And what I told him is you have to realize Brock Purdy's in year two. And Jordan Love's in year four. And he sat behind Aaron Rodgers. And he sat behind Aaron Rodgers. And Brock Purdy, regardless of our differing opinions on him as of today, as of this recording, we still think he's going to be their starter all the way through and still help this team be very, very competitive. Jordan Love... In the span of the next five to six weeks, maybe Packers fans might be considering him benchable. And that's definitely not something we're going to say about Brock Purdy. Definitely not something we're going to say. And I think five to six weeks is even generous. I think it's more like three to four. You know, I I think the word, too, that we have said for Jordan Love is he's fine. And I think overall for six weeks he's or for six starts that we've seen him, he's fine. He's serviceable, but you watch him and go, there's nothing special. Even on games where he's fine and serviceable, Brandon, there's nothing special there. He just does what he does, and it's fine. And then tonight you watch it and go, regardless of Max Crosby, and that needs to be part of this conversation because he was an absolute game wrecker, and it was so fun to watch. That's probably the most fun thing about this game today by by a mile. Regardless of that, the, the thing is, the Packers know what they're doing with him. Matt, Matt LaFleur knows what they're doing with him. Oh, we're going to run with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. It was the A.J. Dillon show today. And what do we always say? This is the old adage in football. You run, create good running games, run, create, create, pass. creates passing, creates passing lanes. And there were a lot of them today for Jordan Love. And he just missed them. He just all, didn't see all them. Of them. Pretty much virtually all of them. He missed them. He had bad reads. And I'm not talking about the picks. I'm talking about there were deep balls where guys were open and he just overshot them or undershot them, mostly overshot them. It felt like the mid-range passing game didn't even closely exist. Like, I'm dumbfounded by how he played today. Sorry to interrupt you, Brandon, but please continue. I'm just dumbfounded by how he played today. No, it's just, you know, it's like uh, when I, you know, we saw the, the first two weeks, everybody went crazy over over Jordan Love, like, because he went, you know, the, because, you know, three touchdowns, no picks in two straight weeks, but he played the Bears and Falcons. I mean, I mean, he hasn't played great. The only great team he's played is the Lions, but like, but he played a good, but like when he's played good defenses too, he can't do anything. It's like. Like Bears defense is 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 not good. Uh, you know they 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 played okay against the Commanders a little bit, but they still the Commanders still gave them a fight. Um, 
But Bears are not a good football team just in general. Falcons are not a good football team. But like Saints, great defense. Lions, a better, better, just a better team overall. One of the best teams in football. And then the Raiders, great defense. I, so, I think the Raiders are not necessarily great defense. I think they're solid. I think their secondary has a lot to be desired, which is part of my problem. If Jordan Love plays like a starter caliber NFL quarterback tonight, they probably win that game. They, they win, win that, that game. game because the secondary messed up a lot in a lot of crucial places. That yeah. that front seven's pretty solid. That's always been the Raiders' mo. That secondary was not good tonight for the Raiders, and it hasn't been good all yeah. year. That's a big reason why yeah. they've struggled in their games this year. Yeah. But like any but still, any still comp, any defense. any yeah, still pretty good. Any well, I, I yeah, good solid. I think that kind of goes hand in hand. But still, any just serviceable quarterback play. Yeah. wins the Packers that game. And by the way, you said like 17-10, I think, was your score. You're pretty close. You kind of yeah. predicted this game right on the head. Not that Jordan Love would be this bad, but like any serviceable quarterback, the Packers win this game by about 10 points without yeah. any questions. Yeah, like I like I even said, it, was, it like when it comes to teams like this, when you know kind of the match you're going to get, this is basically the first team to 20 points wins. So yeah, and, and they didn't even hit 20 points. They hit yeah, 17. that's what I'm yeah, seven, 17 to 20 is like the range where it's like first team to 17 to 20 around that range will win the game because that's just how bad these these offenses are. But it's just like I, you know, I remember I remember I'll never forget like I'll never forget. I mean, it happened four weeks ago, but when love beat the Bears and then went and beat the Falcons, there was somebody that came to my job. I mean, he's not he's not as in tune with football as we are, but he's he's still a football guy. He's a football fan, he's a Giants fan, all that stuff. But he was like, oh, Jordan Love looked pretty good, didn't he? I'm like, bro, he th- he threw for 56% in both games. He, he's not a good quarterback. Like, what, what are you talking about? He looked good because you just saw three touchdowns, no picks, both games. Thought he was good. I'm like, the guy didn't even throw for 250 either game. So, like, what are we talking about? So, like, it's just, you know, like, and then look at the past three weeks. In the past three weeks, he has thrown six interceptions. Like I took a like, sip of water. Did you just say six? Six. He threw one against <laughs> the Saints, of, and then three of them were tonight. He threw, yeah, he threw one against the Saints, and mind you, he only completed fifty percent of his passes in that game. Uh, he, oh my goodness! And actually, his first two games, his guess, guess what his QB rating was in the first two games? Like, give me like an average between like those two 80 games. Eighty to ninety. It was actually closer to one fifteen, one twenty. Interesting. Okay. Because of the, because of the three TDs, no uh, no picks. Okay. Yeah. So so, but then, and then, then guess what? The next two weeks were between the Saints and Lions. Guess what that was about? I'm gonna go eighty ninety average. No, it was it was actually less. It was actually like sixty eight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Be- because yeah, because oh. of the fifty percent completion percentage and because of the one pick and then also one only threw one touchdown compared to the three and zero and three and zero in the weeks before. Then what did you do today? That's my question. Oh, do you want to take a guess of what tonight was? No, no, just tell me. I don't want to guess. 32.2. Oh, Jesus Christ. 32.2. Only completed 53% of his passes. Didn't even throw for didn't even throw for 190 yards. Uh, and then obviously the three picks and three bad ones, too. So one thing like, I want to say about that, too. He was 16 for 30. Did you see like middle of the third quarter? He was like six for nine. 
Yeah. Like yeah, bruh. I did see that. Yeah. Like oh, and then the worst the worst part was, and this is a really this is was a really bad stat. I think it was I forget if it, it was it was after he I think it was, it was after he throw he threw his second pick. And it's crazy because I think, uh, yeah, it was the second pick. They said that he, I think it was second pick. Uh, I'm trying to remember now because uh, once I got home, things were blurry with that game. Because that game was big, blurry anyway because it was such like, a flipping mess. But but the but the point I made was that was that Joe Buck had literally said that on plays where he throws ten or more yards down the field, he was two of six with it was like two of six for like like twenty yards and two interceptions. Oh heavens! So oh, so heavens, so dude. yeah, and that and like you know it's it's different if it's like you know twenty twenty five you know deep you know deeper shots, but ten yards really? They really? Didn't, he barely threw over twenty, and when he did, he overshot everything. Or exactly. Undershot so, it at the so, end of that damn game. So it's just like it's it's just like uh, you know that's why I'm saying you know you said five to six weeks. I'm saying more like three to four. And and that even 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 I think that's just and I'm like in my in my heart I'm like two to three because he's not he's got, he's thrown six picks in three weeks, so you know who like who the overall, hell is the Packers backup? What I have no clue. Yeah, who let's, it is. Yeah, I, let's how come see. I don't remember who it is? Am I? This is something. This is something we technically should know, but we don't. I mean, um, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, but do I really care about Packers football? So like, I should, but I don't. <laughs> Uh, let me look at their official depth chart really quick. Why is Chris, Christian Watson the first guy on their depth chart? Uh, oh, it's Sean Clifford. I, oh I like my Sean Clifford. God. I like what see, Sean Clifford did in the preseason. Okay, yeah, okay. See, see, from what I remember from Sean Clifford, I remember his his career at Penn State. And he was the most overrated quarterback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he was, okay, he was solid in preseason, though, to be fair. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't enjoy that. Um yeah, like, but but people people are like, you know, people are like give him time. We still have to evaluate him. It's been four years and six games. I'm done evaluating Jordan Love. I I know what he is. And by the way, this this doesn't excuse the fact that the Packers brass just fucking ignored him the last three years. Which still I still have a problem with that because I think he would be in a much better place if he wasn't if he only had one off season of proper work. Yeah. But at the same time, like, dude, like, it's been four years. Like, give it a rest. Yeah. Like, everybody everybody wants to keep saying, oh, you know, he's young. You know, this is his first season as a starter. But you spent three seasons behind Aaron Rodgers, and you basically learned nothing and did nothing. Like, and then the front office just said, oh, that's fine, because we have Aaron Rodgers. We're, not, we're never going to have to use Jordan Love. Well, the time came, the time's here, and he's not good, and the team is not good. So now you're in, you're in deep shit, quite literally. Yeah, this it's gross. It's just honestly gross, and like the the throws he did today just pissed me off. It it just made me so upset. It's like, dude, this secondary isn't good. You had so many open opportunities all night long, and you missed virtually all of them. And then I know you were upset about the final play, so go ahead and, and talk about oh, that. Oh, I love I love that we're getting there because I was just gonna get there too. I love that we're in sync. Because my God, we've done Christian, this for two years. We have to be in sync. Yeah, but 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 well, I mean, obviously, yeah. But Christian Watson, I'm I'm done with that man. And I think like anybody who either had either anybody who was unfortunate to have him in fantasy, I don't have him in fantasy, thank God. But anybody who was unfortunate enough to have him in fantasy, 
or to have him just or you know just or like a bet on him whatever today. it is which by the way yeah, a lot of bet. a lot of people bet like christian watson and Catch dobbs today and dobbs today for touchdowns i'm like really yeah like why really why? that's what you're doing with your money that you're giving away to vegas so you're doing like, uh, yeah like it uh, that's that's crazy um all that just just to fund the Las Vegas Raiders who just whooped their ass. So it's like, <laughs> you're just, you're, so you're basically just giving, not giving money to Vegas. You're giving money to the Las Vegas Raiders. Congratulations. Oh, but like, but like, it's it's just like Christian Watson is six four, right? You you would think you know he, he's six four, he's two oh seven. He's like the prototypical like big, but somehow like he should be a a good wide receiver. He has just that gift of of being like just like that size, like you know. He's what you want a big wide receiver, but you know he can also you know he has shown flashes of making plays. But that was the end of last season when nobody knew who the hell he was, and he's he's their number one, and he's not good. Like like he's at best a, he's at best a low level wide receiver too, and that's not a knock. Exactly. That, that's still an NFL receiver, but like yeah, but but he he's he's getting into like he's getting into. He's, I don't think he's there yet, but he's getting into like Chase Claypool territory. Oh jeez, no! I I'm not comparing I think anyone to Chase is. Claypool. I'm not comparing I, anyone we'll to see. Chase Claypool right now. We'll see the the effort the effort on that last play was gross. Well, like I well, know the ball, it was underthrown, but he was looking back for it the entire time. Like eventually, you have to fight for that ball, and he didn't. What what I'm gonna say about that final throw is yes, I agree that Christian Watson messed up, but that was. I, I would argue that that was more on Jordan Love because yeah Love, dude, Love also dude, waited too long because he was open dude he was open he was open but also dude just throw it in the back of the end zone the corner yeah. turn around and see it just throw it in the back of the end zone the corner can't see it it's just you and the receiver touchdown game's over and said you yeah. essentially throw it into the re- into the corner's chest yeah. I'm like bro like. Like and, I would, I would put like, that just, specific play on Watson a lot more. No, yeah, that goes to love a lot oh, yeah, more. That yeah. goes to love. I'm not, I'm not putting it on him, but he still deserves some of the blame. And the, I mean, the TV, the you know, on TV, they did show him and say, you know, he should have done better, which he should have. Like both of them are at fault for that. But that's just a microcosm of how bad the Packers are, and how bad just like their scouting is on on those guys. How bad, like, like, I, 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 it's crazy because it's like you know. You know the NFL keeps putting these Packers in these primetime games. I'm like AJ Hawk, Clay Matthews, Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers. They're not there anymore. I mean, the only reason so, this was a primetime game was Devontae Adams, and I think he only had like one catch the first half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that was, that was that that's the only guy that that Green Bay has to guard. Like both these offenses are so terrible that it's like your matchup base was essentially Jimmy G and Devontae Adams against against. Jordan Love and Christian Watson. We we so, we we I think we kind of said that going in from last week, but yeah, yeah. But but it's like but it's like you know it's like uh, like in what in what world is that appealing? Like my God, get Devontae Adams off that bum team. He please. Got, he's got to get traded. Um, like like he, he yeah. deserves so much better. I also speaking of that play from from Watson's side, he did raise his hand up and then just not look for like yeah, a solid yeah. minute. That that's why like I I kind of think of the blame is like fifty fifth or maybe it's sixty forty sixty forty going say, in love's like direction 80, eighty whatever because I think eighty of it's love just because dude that's such an underthrow I cannot get oh yeah 
But it's crazy because it's like it's it would be it's crazy if it's an underthrow like in tight coverage. But that's just it a was, pure underthrow. That's just like, a pure underthrow. It was it was underthrown by like three yards. <laughs> like that that is a bad underthrow. Like, but it's just like but the thing is too, as a six four receiver, like when, I get that it's such a it's such a split second, but as an NFL receiver, when you are a six four going against a five nine corner, you still have to fight for that ball more than that. Like, or you know, if you know you can't at least catch it, go up and just knock it down, because you know it's underthrown. So like, I mean, it would like, have mattered I, anyway because what it was fourth down, but still, yeah. Yeah, like it's just like, was it fourth? I think so. I'm yeah. not playing. I think so. I at th- least third. I, I have to look, but. At least it was um, third. But I know they had a couple more plays. I don't think I don't think it was third. I think it was like probably like second. Yeah, I'll look. Um, still in that case, yeah, you can try to knock actually. It actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. It might have been third or fourth. Actually, yeah, you might be right. But yeah, regardless, of I think like, I think regardless, our point still stands. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like like you know. You, then the thing is too for 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 the Packers too. I mean, you have young players. This is what's going to happen. Like they're going to go for it all on fourth and ten. But like, and like if Jordan Love just sees that sooner, like I forget, I forget. I think there was pressure, so I think that's why he. No, Max Crosby was in his face, and Max Crosby and look, Max Max Crosby was in his face all game. But yeah. like, dude, throw some short passes then. Like this is not complex. Yeah, like I like on fourth and ten. And they still had to go up what about forty yards or so? Like it was oh it 10. was it was third and ten. It was third and ten. Third third and ten. Yeah. Third and oh, ten yeah, Vegas I, is I, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, okay, thirty five yards. So and I literally said to my grandfather were watching the game, I said I literally said to myself, third and ten, since you know your offense isn't gonna get it all in one shot, you have two plays here. Get some get some yards and then on whatever fourth down, or if you get the first down on third and ten, great. But you have two plays there. Why are you taking a shot to the end zone on third and ten? I mean, it's not, like it wasn't drawn up that way. But if you're Jordan Love, well, this is also goes back to him being a bad quarterback. Why are you throwing it to the end zone on third and ten? And you had, and it wasn't like it was like five seconds left to go in the game. It was like what, like forty? It was forty-four when he snapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have been, might have been picked off. I think with forty-four left or yeah, something still, like that. It was something, whatever. What so point like, still like, stands? We're not. Yeah. Point yeah. Still stands. Yeah, so but 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 either way, it's like you know, like if you're Jordan Love in that situation, if you're any quarterback in that situation, you have to know you have two plays there. Like, and look, he was technically shot. Part of it, yes, is that, but the other part is he was technically open. It wasn't necessarily a bad read. Yeah, it wasn't a bad read. It was just a treacherous throw. It was yeah, and you did. I mean, you did say and it's true. You did say and it is true. Jordan Love just has no deep ball. Because he, he just not. doesn't. He does not. And he and once and, again. And, and the funny part is, there were times in this game where he overthrew guys. Like, yeah. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like it's it's like like he has a semblance of a deep ball, but where is it? Get to your yeah. receiver. More more often than not, he's just throwing floaters out there. That's basically what it, what his deep ball is. Just let me just throw a floater. So like, it's it's just. Like his deep ball is almost like Dak. I don't. I wouldn't like, say that. In this, I don't think Dak. People say that he has like a floating ball. He does sometimes. He kind of does. Though. He kind of does. 
But at the same time, I think as his career's gone on, the floating ball at least gets to the guy it needs to get to. Yeah. Like, it is more of a floating ball. It has more hang time, yeah, but it still gets to the damn guy. But I, th- but I think it's most of the time it's against bad defenses. Like, like there are times where he's gotten bailed out because they're playing just bad defenses. And they, I mean, he has C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup and those guys. So, Bro, did you? Like, okay, that reminds me. Quick Cowboys thing. Did you see that C.D. Lamb and Mike McCarthy had to have a sit down today because C.D. No, wasn't happy? That's interesting. Because C.D. wasn't happy with how he's being used in the offense. And I'm like, I would. I'm like, I mean, go I'm on, on C.D. I'm on his side. I'm, I'm on, on his I'm, side. I'm on his side with that. Yeah. I mean, if I'm CeeDee Lamb, I'm, I'm the straw that stirs the drink of that damn team right now. Like, I mean, because we know Michael Parsons is going to do what Michael Parsons does. But CeeDee Lamb, he is their offense. So, you know, like, Gallup's okay, but but CeeDee Lamb is their number number one, obviously. he He's a, the guy's a pro bowler for a reason. He He's a, you know, he's every year a 1,000-plus yard guy. Like, that's your guy. And for you not to be using him, or at least not using him correctly, is just atrocious. Yeah, they it's had atrocious. it. They had it. They literally from the fourth work star telegram. So literally the local paper in Dallas country. CD Lamb had a conversation with CD Lamb over lack of touches. Yeah, there you go. That's that's just bad. Like, it's one thing. Like you know, how, like I don't know if you caught it in the Rams Eagles game. But like Devontae Smith was kind of pissed a little bit about his lack of touches now. Like like you know, one week it was AJ Brown, one week it was Devontae Smith. Like, but there's a reason to be like they, they have weapons, so they're not like equally like, going to get touches. Like there's no real reason to be pissed there. Like they well, just I mean, want, they, I mean, here's it's the thing: more competitive. the pro- the problem the problem with that is instead of getting we've we've had this conversation over and over. Instead of getting the ball to those guys, it's Jalen Hurts run the damn football like. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, and that, yeah, and that, and that's part of it. But it, I mean, that's it the main part of it. That's yeah. the main issue. Yeah. Well, see, like, it's it's not just that. It's also just it's also just the the also not just him running the football, but it's also the dumb you know just letting the running back run the football on third and ten is also not great either. But like, or not using Dallas Goddard enough either. Like, you know, they have so many weapons. That my but my point is, it's a different situation in Dallas. Like, you you only have one like one real threat to throw the ball to and to use and you're not using them whereas Philly has all these guys that they have to get involved but like so to underuse the one guy on your offense like the basically the best player in your offense him and that, Tony Pollard were underutilized on Sunday yeah they were underutilized but CeeDee Lamb CeeDee Lamb is still like clearly the the the, yes. the better offensive yes. weapon for them yes. Yes. but it's just that like that's real like that's really bad when when you're not utilizing the one guy that you need to be just basically force feeding, you know. So it's just it's so if I don't have a sit down, I mean that's I mean that could, that could go one of two ways. I mean we've seen it where it can help a team, and obviously it can hurt. So we'll see what Dallas looks like going forward. But but going back to the Packers though, it's just like that team is just a mess in general. Like like Christian Watson is is not great. You know Jordan Love's obviously not great. So that that team like you know. I don't even like outside of Jair Alexander, like uh, there's nothing on that team really. Um, do you think? Do you think Matt Lafleur is a good NFL coach? Yes or no? No. I'm like in the middle. I'm like in the middle right now. I like. I don't have an opinion right now. I'm like in the middle. See, see what 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 makes me say no is he's had Aaron Rodgers the entire time. Even when Aaron Rodgers had nobody to throw to, Aaron Rodgers carried that team. 
So, like, so now that there's no Aaron Rodgers, we see Matt LaFleur for what he really is. And that's just, uh, the, and what the team, what the team really is. And that's just, once again, middling to bad. So, I would argue bad, but yes. So that, so that, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like in the negative with him. I'm just, I'm not, not even in the middle. It's just, just because it's just, what can you do? Like, you see, like, what Sean McVay can get out of Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford just doesn't make the throws, but Sean McVay is still calling great plays, and that's why they had the Eagles on the ropes for the first half. Like, you know, so Sean McVay is still great. Mike McDaniel is calling great plays. Like, two is having the best season of his career. Um, all that stuff. Those guys are good at creating, you know, making something out of nothing with, you know, with maybe, you know, or tweaking things to make things better. Matt LaFleur can't, at least from what I've seen, can't and doesn't do that. And with Jordan Love, he's really not, like, there's nothing there. So to yeah. me, it's just a big it's just a big pile of nothing in Green Bay. <laughs> That's what we've said for a bunch of teams as well. Here's a big pile of nothing. We got Broncos Chiefs on Thursday night. And I actually have a Broncos topic. The Broncos players fear that change might be coming, a potential teardown after the 1-4 start. Here's my question, okay? So uh, they released that weekly. I'm sure you've seen that on Instagram. The weekly yeah. ESPN Plus uh, overreaction, not an overreaction uh, slide, yeah. right? And yeah. one of them was one of them was a really interesting one that the that the Vikings should trade Kirk Cousins and trade trade him now, trade him today, and just hit the rebuild process. If you're the Broncos, right? Okay, let's say the Vikings call you on the phone. So I'm the Vikings GM. You're the Broncos GM. Okay. What if yeah. I call you and say, Let the, I know money has something to do with it. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm the Broncos GM. I call you in Minnesota, ring, ring. I call you and I say, Kirk Cousins for Russell Wilson. Do you say yes as the Broncos? No, because it, do, it doesn't make you better. You like, say it, no? It, I would say no. It doesn't. Wow, it does really? Correct. Kirk Cousins can't you can't win you a game the same way Russell Wilson can't win you a game. But who's the better so, quarterback right now? Oh, Kirk Cousins is, but still, I mean, I, I like if Kirk Cousins goes there, we'll see. It's it's not it's not going to be a simple one for one, right? But either, I, 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 I no 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 money and a lot of other things yeah. have to do with it, and I don't actually think these teams would actually do that. I'm just saying this is a supreme hypothetical. Like that, if me, this was a one-for-one one trade, I would easily take Kirk Cousins. I would see, get, I see, would get out of the Russell Wilson see, money. I prefer I, the Kirk Cousins money over the Russell Wilson money right oh, now. Oh no, yeah, money, yeah, money. Well, yeah, money-wise, yeah. Well, I'm saying if it didn't play a factor, I would say yeah. But with with the money factor, yeah, I would take Kirk Cousins. But even if, without if it, was, though, even without it, I see without it though, I'm just like. Both teams, they both they both suck, for lack of a better word. They both suck. So to me, like, uh, no matter who you put, like, okay, you'll say you swap quarterbacks. It doesn't. I don't think it changes a whole lot. All it is is just a money factor. So it like, really doesn't change that much for you. I don't know th- because Kirk Cousins can't finish games, and Russell Wilson can't either. But so, but like, I think, I think, I think if you if you were to tell me right now who is the clear better option at quarterback. Oh, it's, it's still Kirk Cousins, it's yeah. Ma- but it's Kirk Cousins by a mile. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm saying Kirk Cousins still won't fix that team anyway. Just like Russell Wilson won't fix what the problems in Minnesota. Like it, like those problems on those teams go just so much deeper 
than quarterback that to me it it almost cancels out and that's what i mean okay that's an interesting thought i don't mind that thought process so that that but that's where i'm going with that is that that's why like money like yeah it because money obviously plays a factor with the money it's clear taking it's it's clear clear. but i'm saying without the money that's the challenge here but i'm saying without with without the money money aside I just I don't think I would do it just because to me it just cancels out the problems on that team, like on both teams are not going to get solved by a quarterback swap. They're not going to. It's like even if you rebuild with those teams, it's gonna. They're both gonna. They're both heading for rebuilds. So like they both been in the same stage for how long? But that's that's why I'm saying it cancels out. Like, do you see my thought process with that? I like, see your thought process. It, I do. So, so like, you know, that's what I'm saying. With the money factor, you're obviously going to take Kirk Cousins. But from just a straight-up one-for-one standpoint, that's why I would say no if I was a Broncos GM, just because it's it's not going to help you solve anything, and it's not going to help you win anything. Like, you either Russell's Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins doesn't matter. Like, to me, like, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback, but he's not – that team's still not going to win games. Like, I, they, they still don't have, like – you're like, if Kirk Cousins is struggling to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, Jordan Asson, all those guys, Hawkinson, like, he's going to have an even worse time throwing to Denver's core. So, so, it's, you know, that's why for me it cancels out. Like, it, it would almost be like Kirk Cousins would start, would, if you put him on the Broncos, would start trending. I mean, he's a better quarterback, but would start trending down from where he is. Russell Wilson would probably have a slight uptick because he has Justin Jefferson and all those guys. But it would still, like, it would just cancel out. So, that's where my head is with that, and that's why I would say no. Money-wise, Kirk Cousins. But one-for-one one, straight-up-wise, I wouldn't do it. I, I, The reason why I would do it is actually very simple, and I totally, totally understand where you're coming from, and I think a lot of people listening to this would agree with your take more than mine to, to some degree. My take is that I think the main problem with the Broncos is Russell Wilson. I think you need to get him out of there immediately. I think he needs to go. I would have cut him last offseason. I said this pretty clearly. I would have cut bait with him immediately. Eat the money. Eat the money. Eat the money. I still feel that way, where I just think that this, 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 because kind of what we talked about on the previous podcast, where like this core is virtually the same minus Sean Payton. The core is still very pissed at Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. They're very pissed at his demeanor. And again, yes, he's been playing better. I don't I don't I don't disagree with that. But it it's not Kirk Cousins territory better. And I just think Kirk Cousins for all the stuff that he is on the field, he's one of the nicest guys off the field. The yeah. chemistry issues with that team is not based on who he is off the field. The chemistry issues are based on his play on the field, and that's very clear. Russell Wilson, yeah. it's not the on-the-field crap, which is still bad. It's the off-the-field crap. And I also think, to be to be truly honest, I think also part of that is Sean Payton as well. Yeah. So that's another complication of this. But yeah. I'm just... I, if it isn't clear enough, I'm just tired of watching Russell Wilson play football. <laughs> I, it's just... It's, and hey, I, and you I, would know he's your former quarterback. And I liked him as in Seattle. Well, I was telling Shane, I was telling Shane in the center chat, and I, I think, and he's, I, I asked the question because I asked this last year a good bit. If take take Russell Wilson's resume right now, let's say yeah. he retires tomorrow, 
is he a Hall of Famer? And Shane says, yes. I vehemently say no right now. I vehemently say emphatically no. Because I said he was a Hall of Famer. If he was in Seattle his whole career, yeah, I put him in first ballot. I, I think it's pretty clear. Um, but also, I wouldn't have expected him to have this kind of a downturn. But for me, it's like, dude, you're, you're this is kind of like, what is this? The James Harden effect? Except, obviously, Harden's going to be the Hall of Fame. Where it's like, yeah. you demanded to change teams. I expect you to do something with that change. Not get significantly worse where you are literally the definition of a problem. And this is not a Chad Johnson, Terrell Owens level problem where I can like forgive that and give them the gold jacket because they're receivers and all that. This is a quarterback acting like a receiver and it's just annoying yeah. and it's it's it bleeds and that that's the problem. It bleeds onto the field. And if you ask me right now, Russell Wilson retires as we're doing this podcast, is he a Hall of Famer in six years? Not a first ballot. Is he just a Hall of Famer in six years? I would vehemently disagree with putting him in. Am I what do you what is your stance through one year I, and five weeks? I don't think he's first ballot, but I think he gets in. But I don't think he's first ballot. Like You think he gets I, in still? I still think he gets in, like because to me, he's in that Eli Manning territory. Okay, that's so fair. like that's like, fair. Like, like like because you know how many you know how many people in my area, or especially especially in the Northeast, will say, "Oh, Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer," and I'm like, "Why though?" Because he has two rings. Like the people, are like, oh yeah, he has. Like, I'm, I'm in the rings. I'm in the camp that Eli is a first ballot. I'm in that camp. Oh hell no, not from uh, if he's first ballot. I I I would like a word with Canton. Um, <laughs> he will be like, first ballot though. He shouldn't. He, but he shouldn't be. His numbers really aren't great. Like they're they're good. They're not great. Like to me, like I think Eli will get in by. He should not be first ballot. No shot in hell. Eli Manning should be first ballot. But, but part, but part of the reason he would be first ballot is the name Manning. Like that. Oh yeah. Like oh, you yeah. have to understand that's part of it. But like Russell Wilson's in that Eli Manning territory where it's like Eli will probably eventually get in, just like Russell Wilson will probably eventually get in. Like, they aren't that far apart. I mean, interception-wise, Russell Wilson has way less picks. But touchdown-wise, they're fairly similar. Eli's got 366. Russell Wilson's got, oh, what, 319, 320. Uh, completion percentage, Russell Wilson's better, but Eli's got only 60.3%. Um, And then passing yards, Eli's got 57. Russell Wilson has almost 42. So, like... Like numbers wise, they kind of go back and forth. They're almost on the same plane to me, numbers wise. So if people and we're are saying, saying Eli... and we're saying and we're saying if we're comparing this to right now, we're saying Russell Wilson retires tomorrow. Compare him to Eli Manning. That's what I'm trying. Yeah. That's what we're trying that, to say here. That's that. I that's, just want to add that in because that's yeah. Important. That that that's the line. That's the line I'm drawing. So that's why I say he gets in because if people are saying Eli gets in, then Russell Wilson has to get in. Damn. And because and because Russell Wilson has the Super Bowl to his credit, the Super Bowl to his credit. So, so does Eli. So, so exactly. So, and that's what people also look at too. Did you win? Or did you not? And Russell Wilson did. And in, and in his prime, he was one of the top five quarterbacks in football. So, like, it's it's that's why you put him in. Like, listen, his Denver career has been awful. The end of his like the last two years of his Seattle career were were not good. But 
I mean, neither was Eli's towards the end of his career. The end of his career was was sad and depressing, it just like depressing. Russell Wilson's is. So this is not depressing to me. This is, well, it is depressing, well, but well, to me, it's yeah. like, bro, like you cannot. See, Eli, do Eli's likable. Eli's yes. likable. Russell Wilson's not. No, he's not likable so, at all. So, but I'm saying, like, they, like in terms of wh- where they were at their peak versus where they are at the end, that's what's depressing. That's the thing I'm trying to say. But like. That's why I put them on the same plane. So yeah, like like I'm trying to like I'm saying yeah. The point is that if Eli gets in, Russell Wilson has to get in. But give me one second. Hang on. Hang yeah. on. Uh, really quickly, I just quickly had to pause our pod really quickly. And before we finish the Russell Wilson conversation, I need to go back to the Packers really fast because Jair Alexander at the post-game presser basically said the defense needs to carry. Oh, he basically doesn't man. even trust that offense at all. <laughs> I, was that worth a quick pause or not? <laughs> oh, that was because that that. Hey, it's 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 one thing when you have Zach Wilson, you know, when when they say, "Oh, you know, the team doesn't trust him," but nobody openly says it. But Alexander just, just openly said it, said it basically. He said it. So that wow, that is bad. Oh my god, that's bad. Like we knew it was bad, but Jesus, you like it's like like the Stephen A. Smith thing also applies to this one. You know, you know, he's like, "Let's be nice, let's be nice." He's like, "You're not wrong. You have to say it." But like you know, it's like you know. It's, it's that same like that meme. It's like you're not wrong, but we don't have to go there, you know. <laughs> like, 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 Jesus, man, like that. Oh my goodness, that's bad. Uh, but like, see, I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it in our in our chat so that you can see what he specifically said. Because yeah. how he said it is also really fascenating. Wait, but they but did was the quote that he that said they they had to carry? Is that what pretty he said? much? Yeah, listen to it really like, quick. Yeah, let me let me see this because this is actually really interesting. Hold on, let me hear it. Hold on. If I can play it, because Bleacher Report has like a thousand ads. Uh hold on. I gotta rewind it too. Let's see. Boy, I wanna hear that again. Let's see. Yeah, him him saying that the defense had like saying that the offense is young and they're still figuring out their mojo. That like, that part I'm okay with. But then then transitioning right to saying that oh, but the defense has to be the ones to stop them and it's basically yeah, the defense has to be the ones to carry. That's basically that, that's, what he said in no uncertain terms. Oh man. Like that's ooh. Like that that's rough. That's, oh man. That is brutal. Oh, that's just Jesus. You like, have to be self critical in a game that you basically played really well in. I get that, but the idea that they have to carry, like the fact that you don't even trust your offense. Yeah. Like And to say it, it to the know. media in your locker room. 
I think that was enough for us to quickly pause and watch that and, because oh my if, god! If you, if you just cut the back end of that off, you would still know where he was going with that when he said, "Oh, the defense, you know, we're we're really hard on ourselves. We're really really self critical of ourselves, and we have to be. We have to stop them from scoring." But then and then him saying, "Yeah, but the offense is still young and they're still figuring out their mojo." Like if you just stop there, we would still know what he was saying and it would still sound bad. But then him for him to double down and say, "Oh." But now the defense has to be the ones to to score, because he said the defense has to be the ones to score. That oh, I missed that part. Oh my god! I, like basically him saying like the defense had to be the ones to to score and stop them from. I got. I want to hear it one more time. Just to make sure I'm getting it right. Hold on. Let me hear it one more time. Let's see. Oh man, he said the defense. He said the defense, and took us like a slight pause. He's like the defense. We have to be the ones to score and stop them from scoring. That's, oh that's man, brutal. That is a oh, com- man. wow. Oh boy. So like like that. I mean, like wow. The, that's why I'm. That's what I'm saying. That second part. That that last like five seconds of that of that twenty second clip. It's like. Like I said, if you just cut that last part off, it still sounds bad, but you can understand it. But for him to double down and say that the defense has to be the ones to score and stop them from scoring, like, you know exactly who he's pointing the finger at. Then so, he's pointing the finger at that entire, not just Jordan Love, he's well, pointing the like, finger at that entire offense and the yeah. damn coaching staff. Yeah. But see, like, like he's pointing, but then, like, you know, him saying, oh, but the offense is still young and figuring out their mojo. Like, he's not pointing the finger, like, for sure. For sh- like, he, we know he's talking about the offense because he just said it, but. If you were to cut that last part off, he's saying, you know, like the offense is still like he's kind of like kind of excusing the offense a little bit and saying, which you know, they're is, still young, they're figuring fair, it which out, which is fair, which is fair. But then, but then that just that last five seconds is so brutal. The defense has to score and stop them from scoring. Like, oh man, like then, then it's like then now he's pointing the finger for certain. Like you guys are a massive. It's one thing for him to say, oh yeah, the, the offense is struggling, you know, but we gotta we gotta all kind of help each other. That's one thing, but then for him to say, "Oh, but we have to stop them from score," meaning, meaning him saying basically indirectly, indirectly but directly saying, "The offense, you guys are a massive problem, and you guys are not helping us win." Like that's that's bad. That's really bad. He's basically saying the defense is the entire team, right? Like essentially. Yeah. yeah more. Yeah. Pretty more much. More or less. Oh boy! Like that's oh god! And and and. Matt LaFleur calls the plays, right? He does. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. So you're, you're not just throwing your offense. You're throwing your head coach under the bus. Ooh, the way he that's... phrased it is interesting, but you know what he's saying. Yeah. In no uncertain yeah. terms, you get what's going on in his head. Oh, man. Like, it's Holy just no matter crap. how... No matter how you you can't even spin he, like if he was to come back and try to spin that like tomorrow like like Jordan no, Love did when he's like coaching is our problem duh and he comes yeah. in and or says, yeah I'm not I don't mean that like no you fucking said yeah. it, dude yeah well you well you no what do you well you you mean uh uh Justin Fields right or Justin Fields yeah what yeah. what did I originally then, say Herbert what the hell sorry no you said Love oh my bad no no uh, uh the, huh. yeah yeah what I what yeah. I mean is Fields yes. Yeah, 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 and then like that—it's it's essentially the same thing. 
Or it's like, you know, or it's basically like Evan Neal calling fans, you know, hamburger flippers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, 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 you know, obviously it's not that bad, but that's, in, but in the football world, that's as bad as saying that. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, you know, that for, for, for him to come out and say that, especially for a good corner, like a you know, great corner like him, like, is really a scathing just review or just remark about your offense and your coaching. So, yeah, that's that's just right oh, after the, that's not even that's by the way, that's not even at the post game presser. That's like in your damn locker room with yeah, other yeah. players around, presumably. Yeah. God damn. And, and then the thing is, obviously, because you know, everything everything is uh, you know, in the news and on TV and all that stuff, and obviously, in the team, in the players, we literally can hear just it. Like, got it. Like, this is breaking yeah. shit. Like, we literally like, just like, got it. And it's like, you know, yeah, obviously, like, you know, you want to talk about team team chemistry with Russell Wilson and the Broncos? Oh my god, the team <laughs> chemistry at that point is in the Green Bay is now really in jeopardy at best. Um, but yeah, let's let's finish up that Russell Wilson conversation. So, you 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 would put him. In the hall, not a first ballot, but you put him in the hall because of sort of right now compared to Eli. Yeah, that that's why. Like he he's on that Eli level. And people be like, oh well, talent. Like we're not talking about talent wise. We know Russell Wilson's far more well, like in his prime was far more talented than Eli Manning. Like yeah. uh, you know, mobility wise, arm, arm talent, wise, all that stuff. But statistically, and where they where they where they project where Russell wasn't projecting the finish by the end of his career, pretty much at this point, he's on the same plane as Eli Manning, and. It's it's crazy because we never thought when he was at his peak in Seattle that that you know we 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 knew like we were like oh he's gonna set like you know he's gonna, like we, I would I never thought at his peak in Seattle I'd be comparing him to Eli Manning. <laughs> and, and, but here, here we, we are. are. And 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 it's it's not it's not unfounded. It's it's true. Look at the numbers and look at the rings and look at their trajectory and their careers. It's the same damn thing. So it's. It's like you know, that's crazy. I, I never thought I would say that sentence, but that's where we are. So it's like, to me, it's it's yeah. Like one more time, I know I've said it like three times already, but one more time, Eli Manning, not first ballot, but we'll get in. I mean, Manning name helps, but Manning also name the, means the, to be first ballot. I think yeah, pretty comfortably. But but uh, but you know, but he's he doesn't deserve to be to me in my eyes. But. And a lot of people's eyes, I don't think. He, I mean, Giants fans will tell you first back because Giants fans are delusional. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and I don't care if Giants fans listen to us. I mean, this is a Chargers podcast, but Giants fans listening, I don't care. Fight me. You know, I'm an Eagles fan. I don't care about your team. Um, Can we also just but, talk about the fact that Evan Neal just straight up didn't block it all for Daniel Jones on Sunday? I keep thinking <laughs> about that. I know we mentioned it literally yesterday, but we mentioned my it God. briefly. But Jesus Christ, oh, it was bad. it's 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 just oh man. And you know what's funny? This is this is after this is coming a week after, literally a week after he was called a turnstile. He's not a turnstile. So, he just doesn't exist. He, he's a he's a traffic cone. He just stands there. He just planted there, and that's it. Um, oh God, God, God help da- if Daniel Jones is still alive. By the time that we get to the Eagles Giants games, God help that offensive line dude, <laughs> going against Jalen Carter, a healthy Hassan Reddick. You're going oh to have fun. And you still have Boston Scott, so there you go. <laughs> We're going to break our own our own record for sacks in the game. Like I said, the record was 14, the Eagles against the Giants. Oh my God, I wouldn't be surprised if they go for 15 or 20. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Oh my God. Imagine that. Ha- that would be a great way to do your to enjoy your Christmas. 
God, it'd be the best Christmas present. You have no idea to just to just utterly annihilate the Giants on Christmas. All oh, what all? Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Jesus, I would love it. You have um, no idea. Um. Um. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But I just had that's kind of our only real conversation point for Broncos Chiefs because I oh, heavens heavens I'm not excited for we that. Had- do we have do we have any Chargers things? Is there any Chargers news since we're on a Chargers pod? Do we have any Chargers news that we can talk uh, about? Our 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 Chargers news is actually going to come next week because next Monday night is Cowboys Chargers. Oh, so that's a good test. So we're gonna so that's where we're gonna go like full on Chargers. We're gonna be able to really analyze these guys on Monday Night Football and, and charge you know Chargers fans listening and you know just Chargers people in general like. I love Justin Herbert. I've said that a million times on this pod. Justin Herbert is a former duck. I, I want that man to succeed so well. So it, it hurts me when the Chargers lose. Cause it's just like, I don't know. I like, I, I feel bad for him. My heart hurts for him. I mean, rest of the team, you know, it is what it is, but for him, that's my boy. So like every time, every time we come on this podcast, talking about a Chargers loss, I feel like that's seeing the Godfather when, when he says, look how they massacred my boy. Like that that's exactly how I feel. I I love Justin Herbert. What I've realized so in in us do, doing a Chargers pod is like the Chargers don't make that much news during a week. They're virtually the same every week. I mean, they're just qui- they're just a quiet team in general. They're a quiet bunch. Yeah, yeah. Like that Cowboys like, Chargers game is going to be kind of that first time of the season where we're going to really deep dive into these guys. So. And it's it's crazy because when we do talk about the Chargers, it's it's the same things. Justin Herbert is a great quarterback with 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 we're a, the fire. A our our podcast should be should be the sports ethos Los Angeles Chargers podcast uh, with with whatever two dots saying fire Brandon Staley. That should be our pod name because <laughs> that's basically like, what we've done here. Like. What are the things that we usually talk about when we talk about the Chargers? It's 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 it's, it's the Firebrand. It's the Firebrand and Staley crew, which we should get T-shirts. Yeah, we, we have we we have we have three pillars. Yeah, Fire Firebrand and Staley. Justin Herbert is, is in hell, pretty much, and the Chargers defense blows games. They they blow games in the fourth quarter. Everyone blows games in the fourth quarter. We'll we'll see like, what happens. Chargers Cowboys Chargers on Monday night next week because that's going to be a very fun game. Before yeah. that, though, we have. Giants Bills on Sunday night football. So look at us recording oh, early on a Sunday. You're playing the Jets next week. Are you excited for that? I I swear. Like, are listen, you going? To, by the way, are you going to that game or no? I'm. I mean, I'm trying to get tickets. My mom was trying to get them. I mean, my grandfather. They're going to be going away. So I I would basically almost be going by myself. And I don't feel like spending 180 dollars to sit in the nosebleeds in cold weather for for so, for Zach Wilson for three hours. Yeah, for for Zach Wilson to throw four pick four pick sixes to my defense and for us to win like forty to to eight, like I, I because like listen, I know the Jets defense is good, but they've also haven't played an offense like Philadelphia. And also remember, Sauce Gardner will probably be, be an tight, agent. It's gonna be a tight game, but also I'm just but also it's gonna be a tight game. But Zach Wilson's gonna make so many damn mistakes; it's not gonna matter. Oh, well, here's the thing: Zach Wilson has never seen a defensive line like Philadelphia. And has never, has never, and their offensive line is terrible as is. And then, like, okay, you look at their offense. If you just stop Garrett Wilson, what are they really going to do? So, I don't know. So I, that, I, don't. I don't think, I, my heart is telling me it's tight because the Jets just play those tight kind of games. 
but my head's like, we should realistically blow them out by like twenty. If you if you want to do anything, go see an Eagles game. You should come down here and come see the Eagles Seahawks during during the Christmas season. You know how bad Eagles Seahawks though, like has hurt me. I mean, it's it's a completely different team now. But you know how bad Russell. I have nightmares of Russell Wilson just running on my defense nonstop. I have nightmares of Russell Wilson just taking off for 40 yards down the field and not being an eagle within 15 yards of him. <laughs> oh, my God. Those, those days oh. are long gone. Um, guess the line, Broncos Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> I can't help from laughing with that. Oh, God. You started it, with laughing. If, it, if, it's anything, if it's anything less than mine, it's, like, it's got to be minus double digits at least. Just make so, a guess. Oh, he, oh boy. Well, the Broncos defense is still somewhat decent, and the Chiefs are kind of struggling this year, actually. I'll go a nice even number. I'll say, I'll say Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs minus ten. It's Broncos minus ten. No, I'm fucking kidding. It's 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 Chiefs minus ten and a half. Good job. Oh my god! See, I, I, I kind of know again. Shit. It, it's it's Chiefs minus ten and a half. It is Chiefs minus ten and a half. I just made a joke. See, see for for anybody. See, this is why I say for people. You know, because of the I've been getting a lot of the 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 spreads pretty much right every week. I'm like I can. We're I not saying, doing. Not we're not doing all of them. We're just doing the fun ones. Yeah, but it's like I'm not looking this up either because a I'm put on the spot when I have to answer them. And yeah, B, why you literally don't expect it when I say it. It's not in and, our itinerary. And, and if like if I like if I said my like I I never choose a half. So if I say minus ten and it's and it, and it was minus ten and a half, you know I'm not looking it up. Like so, you know, uh, for anybody that that is listening every week that thinks I'm looking it up, I'm not at all. I can promise you that, and I swear on my life, I'm not doing that. I I, I was gonna save this for Sunday, but frick it, I I don't know how much it's gonna change. Giants Bills Sunday Night Football. What's the line? As See, of as of we are recording this on Monday night, so we haven't oh even God. gotten the next week. If oh Jesus, if, if Chiefs is minus ten and a half, and we know kind of what those two teams are, oh my God, Giants Bills, Bills before Giants Bills before we even start before injury reports come out before anything, we're oh doing Giants Bills line Monday night. What do you have? I uh, I'm going to say. Bills, my, you know what? I actually will go a half here, just because I'm actually interested. I, you know, I'm not gonna get every single one right, but I'm just happy I've gotten these right so far. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a half here. So I'm gonna say Bills minus fourteen and a half. Holy shit! It's Bills minus fourteen. Are you checking this? <laughs> no, I'm not. And you know what's funny? I, 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 I call bull. Are you checking this shit? Dude, do you know what's funny? Because I, before you even said like. Like I was thinking, because you know, because in my head I'm like, okay, well, Chiefs minus ten and a half makes sense, because and you know, and that could change obviously. And you know what's funny? Before I said I was gonna go with a half, in my head I'm like, do I like as I was saying that I'm like, do I want to go with a half or do I want to go with a whole number? And then, you know what's funny? I was gonna, I was legit gonna say minus fourteen, but I was like, you know, I'll go minus fourteen and a half just for fun. So I'm so glad I just keep nailing it. I'm like Jake Elliott this year. I'm Mister Automatic. I just want to ask you a question because I know. By the way, did you did you get your bet on Sunday? No, I didn't hit. 
Well, can you explain to the I, audience what your bet was and why it didn't hit? And and it should have hit because it was it was it was probably the easiest one that should have hit. I mean, I only bought, I only bet once on Sunday, but oh, it was for the Niners Cowboys game. Uh, you know, four leg parlay, so simple, short, small one. Uh, it was like plus like five hundred or something like that. So I was like, okay, it's it's not plus five hundred. What, what was it? It was either way. I forget what the what, what wasn't it, was. it like plus one seventy five or something. I think I remember. Oh no, it was like- it, was, it, it was way more because it was like four different legs. And so, by the way, I put in forty and I would have won two ninety had it hit. Okay. And so now I'm down to ten bucks <laughs> in my in my DraftKings account. I'll just re- I'll reload it, but not not for another couple of weeks. I'm not. I'm so pissed. I've lost money like the past three weeks because of things that should have happened that haven't happened. That. I'm gonna wait for like another like four or five weeks before I bet again. I just I can't. You I can't said that last week. On yeah, this I know. Pod. I I know, but I felt so good about it. And then all my friends as I was watching the game were like, "Dude, what are we betting on tonight?" I'm like, and then everybody pulls up their phones like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna bet on this type of thing, all that stuff." Okay. Well, listen. Okay, it could so be worse. so explain what what was the part. So the so the the four of them was, uh, Brock Purdy to throw for over two two hundred forty six and a half yards, which he did. Um, Christian McCaffrey anytime TD. Uh, McCaffrey had to go over seventy nine and a half, so it, it had to get eighty rushing yards, and Ayuk had to have sixty one and a half receiving yards, over sixty one and a half, so sixty two. Pur- Purdy hit the CMC touchdown hit, and that was early in the game, so I was feeling great. That was like in the first freaking quarter. Yeah. So I was I was feeling great about that, and then. McCaffrey only had like fifty rushing yards because they, it was a he, blowout. He, he and, and he and every time they ran the ball, the Cowboys were just stuffing him. Like he only yeah. got like his longest run was like six yards, and yeah. it was like once or twice. Other than that, it was it was like a three run, a three a three yard run here, a four run yard here, a two run yard here. It was all that kind of stuff. So I, it never had a chance of getting there. And yeah. then, and then the Ayuk one, like I wasn't gonna hit anyway because the CMC one didn't hit, but the Ayuk one really hurt. He was three and a half yards away. Jesus. Uh, did you see that video on Bleach Report betting of this guy who who did a live reaction? He bet CMC no touchdowns. What? <laughs> are, are, are you high? <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like watching it going. I was watching it going. Is this guy? Is this guy legit serious? <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, dude. And then it, it went in the opposite direction. One of the kids uh, that I was with, that I was watching the game with last night, uh, well, not last night, because now it's it's Tuesday here, so on Sunday night, um, um, he bet on Kittle to score the first touchdown of the game. That hit, and then he's like, you know what? He's like, I should put in Kittle for three TDs, you know, to hit, and Kittle can He didn't do it because he was scared. And Kittle got three TDs. You know how much money he probably would have made? <laughs> like, dude would have made probably close to a grand. The The only time I've ever <laughs> bet on anything was horse racing. I had five bucks in my pocket, right? Five dollars. I finished with 69 bucks. Oh, God. That's actually pretty good, though. It was really good. Uh, like, yeah, that was... That, that, the, 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 the guy that bet no touchdowns for CMC, I was like, bro, are you kidding me, bro? Like, like What? Like he only had one, but that's not the point. Like, the like point it's is like that you... it, it was gonna get him anyway. Yeah, he was gonna he get was at least gonna, one he anyway. Was get at least one. 
but it it just made me mad because the Cowboys defense got shredded, but their run defense was still decent last night. So I was like, oh, that hurt. Just because I'm like, bro, CMC, you can usually clear 80 yards, no problem. Yeah. And that did, and it, and the crazy, the one big play he had was a screen pass for like 25 yards, and I'm like, well, that would have really helped my damn bet. And then, so let's say that that was a run, and. Ayuk had caught like a 30 yard or 25 30 yard pass, but it got called back for holding, so that would have hit. So it should have hit, but it didn't. So that hurts. Yeah. Um let's don't, mind, let's don't mind me anymore. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the Olympics. Um oh, fun, I like that. Uh my friend's a lacrosse fan, so I've been talking to her about potentially getting lacrosse in the Olympics, but here's the proposals. Baseball, softball, cricket, squash, which I think would be fun, lacrosse, and flag football. And then the cheetah himself said, at NFL players, let's go. And I'm like, yes. That, By the way, yes, training camp is happening during it. Whatever, dude. Flag football is a much better way for these guys to get ready for the season against oh, yeah. Olympic-level competition. Not that not that anything they would do in training camp, but it's definitely better than preseason. I am all for this shit. I'm all for all these sports. Give me lacrosse. Yeah. Give me squash. Give me baseball. Give me softball. Give me cricket. Give me flag football. Give me flag football with NFL fucking players. Please, NFL, give this to me. I mean, the, the only thing you can say, though, and I, I, get, like, I want to see it, too. Don't get me wrong. I really do. The only thing you can say, though, is like, oh, like, it's the it's gonna be just the U.S. just kicking everybody's ass in flag football. Are you sure about that though? But I, the other the other countries don't play football. Japan, like they do, Japan, it's, it's, Japan, Japan's a really good football country. Japan do, is competitive. They do, but it's not that you like. My God, are you gonna, you're gonna put one of them on Tyreek Hill? Come <laughs> like really, really? What? Like, okay, well, if, I have a question though. I have yeah. an honest question. So well, let's say this is like five v five. I don't know the specifics of it. But let's say it's like 5v5 flag, 5v5 flag football, and they have to play both sides of the ball. Who are you taking? You have your pick of the litter NFL it, players. Who are you taking? It's it's interesting. We'll see. If that's interesting. But see, I just think, listen, I know that the other countries have, like, they're a lot more physical, though. So, like, like you have, like, Germans who are, you know, big and physical. I, I am part German. I know what that's like, being big and physical. Uh... You know, you have countries that are, that they're just big people that like rugby players that will play. The only thing is, is that it, like it's kind of a wash because you could say, oh, one the big the, the bigger, stronger you know rugby guys have a great advantage playing D, but you know because because they're, they're just they're just stronger. But but if you put Tyreek Hill on one of them, he's blowing past them. Like Tyreek Hill is like. Gonna, gonna take a nap in the end zone 50 because he's gonna have 50 yards of separation between the dude that's covering him and him uh, okay <laughs> like, okay but okay serious question though give me give me five players you would put on right now that you want on a flag football team it would see well is it, it like realistically that we can that, that they can get or just any five i'm saying so so you these players the per, the parameters that i because I, I don't know the parameters yet we have to wait but we'll actually have a proper conversation this is our post credit scene, by the way, because this is a good one, I think. Um, you can you have it's a five v five game. You have to pick five players, but the five players must play offense and defense. 
And you can pick college guys. You can pick pro guys. Ooh. Who are you? What are you doing? I see my head is going to be just putting all pros in there. Cause I just, I don't think the college kids will, I, I mean, they're th- good. I think the one guy. So here's one college kid I, I'm putting, I'm putting in there. I'm putting Travis Hunter. I am taking Travis oh, Hunter. He does. He does, does both. both. Yeah. He does both anyway. So the only college kid yeah. I'm taking is Travis Hunter. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I think for me though, I mean, well, Tyreek Hill's already a lock because he said he, he basically said he wants to do it. Yeah. So Tyreek Hill, so, I'm not even if I'm the U.S. flag football guy, whatever that's running this. Oh, you're you're putting Tyreek Hill. I'm, Tyreek Hill wants in. I'm taking him. He's my LeBron recruiter. He's recruiting all these guys for me. Tyreek, yeah. you're in, and you're my yeah, captain. So you, yeah. So Ty, so it's really just picking four guys because Tyreek's an automatic in. Yes. So. Tyreek, so then after that, I think you would put him with Justin Jefferson. Okay. Because of the athleticism. Like, he doesn't play, like, obviously he doesn't play both sides of the ball, but Justin Jefferson has athleticism where he could jump super high and he knock passes corner. away. He can play corner. Yeah, he can play corner. That's what I'm saying. He could play corner, too. So, uh, and he, just, he catches everything. He doesn't drop, you know, not really any drops. So, him and Justin Jefferson, so Hill and Justin Jefferson. I agree I with don't that. Think Mah- I don't think Mahomes would do it. I don't think Mahomes but, works for this, but who works for this? What quarterback could feasibly play corner? Uh, you well, damn. Because you need a you need a top yeah. five NFL quarterback. I don't think there's a question. I'm yeah. Do you? Oh damn. Do you, I mean? Do you put? Oh, do you put Josh Allen for this? Or do you? Or to you me, because like, I, 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 I have I have I have a perfect one. It's got it's got I, it's got to be top it's got to be top five. Wait, so I, I have I, a, I have a per, I have a perfect one, and you will love it when I say it. Is Jay, it Jalen Hurts? It's Jalen Hurts. I think it's per- <laughs> you know, it's perfect. Yeah, because yeah, because Jalen Hurts he's it, big, he's, he's physical. physical. Yeah, I think it's a I think that's a lock for me. Yeah, see, see that I was gonna go there. Like as you jumped in, that's where my mind was going. I said, if it's a top five quarterback, it's gonna have to be Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts both... makes more sense. Yeah, we'll see. Jalen Hurts also like. Oh, ima- imagine, Allen. imagine flag, flag football, brotherly tush or whatever, the brotherly push, <laughs> flag football edition. Yeah, the brotherly shove. The brotherly shove because yeah. it won't be allowed in the NFL, but they'll do it in the Olympics oh for kicks. Oh, it should be, it should still be allowed in the NFL. I really hope the NFL doesn't change that rule. Not just because I'm an Eagles fan, but just because the, the just Eagles because I think it's a good rule. Else. I think no, I just think it's a. I think they should keep it too. Uh, but that's a topic for another day. So, so that so that be yeah. mine. So that, I agree. I will. I will take. I'll take Jalen Hurts. I'll take Tyreek Hill. I'll take Justin Jefferson. I'll take. I'll take Travis Hunter. I, I think I absolutely would take Travis Hunter, and I think he'd be down for it. And then and I think any, but but I think, but I don't think. Okay, but he has to have at least one physical guy. And I, and you know who me. my fifth guy is, who's I think the best player in 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 the flag football that we've seen in the Pro Bowl. My fifth guy is Jair Alexander. Interesting. I I'm taking. Like that. I'm taking Jair, Jair Alexander. Welcome to my Olympic roster. See, but corner. see then. I I would like to have at least one slower guy because I need I need I need physicality. So. Because all the other guys will do that. Like Jalen Hurts, bro. J- Jalen Hurts rolled it like literally rolling out. Because you can, obviously you can't take off in flag football, but him rolling out from a guy that like rushes him on like a on a flag football blitz. Tyreek Hill, he's gonna be dropping dimes to Tyreek. Oh my god, it's a wet dream. Drop. We'll see. J- Jalen Hurts should have been dropping j- dimes to Justin Jefferson anyway, but. 
but that's another story for another day. Right, but wait, so your pick but, is your pick is your quarterback pick hurts? Is yours the same as mine? Yeah, because I, as I was thinking about it, well, first of all, when you said top five, my mind instantly went Jalen Hurts. But then, I, but then, in, but then in my head, I'm like, but I don't want to be that Eagles guy. It just puts all my Eagles in there. Like, well, I don't. That's <laughs> the only Eagle I'm putting in there. But like, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I talk about Jalen Hurts so much. But I, I that, think he's. That, but the thing that the thing is, he squats 600 pounds. He can definitely yeah. he can definitely play corner if I need him to. He's definitely yeah. fast enough, and he See, throws yeah. dimes. I think See, he's the I perfect agree. fit. I agree with everything. Except here's the thing, and and I want a I my last guy has to be more physical than speed, and because the speed guys are obviously well Justin Jefferson's not not the world's fastest wide receiver but he's still speedy, so Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill have, have that covered. They're the wide receiver guys slash corners. Plus Travis Hunter plays both sides of the ball, so he does that fine. Are you Those are, are you my taking guys Hunter too? Are you taking Hunter I, too? Is he's the only college I, I, guy you're taking? Because because he's the only guy that plays that plays for both sides. So. So, and he plays it well, so I, I yeah, think it's easy. So it, so it fits. You know, Coach Prime probably would not let him go. No, I think Coach Prime would let him go. More really? worldwide appeal, worldwide appeal for Colorado. That is true, <laughs> but I, but also, but I, I mean, but I mean, if Coach Prime uh, well, was smart, he wouldn't want him to get hurt somewhere overseas. Nah, no, this is in L.A. We're talking about twenty twenty eight in L.A. Oh well, yeah, yeah, in L.A. Yeah, it makes sense then. And the Colorado's not, you know, Colorado's not too, too far. But from, also, from, but also, from, we're we're making this hypothetical as if everyone says yes and the coaches are fine with yeah. it, and the NFL says yes, which they should say yes to allowing NFL players to do this. I think. But my easily. my last guy, it might be a little bit surprising, but I, you work with me here. My last guy, and we saw him go back to cover the last basically play of the game on Sunday, and I said physical. I want Travis Kelsey. You want Tra- that's not a terrible idea. I want Travis Kelsey. It's not a terrible idea. It a, really catches, is not. A he catches everything, and B super freaking physical. So you have a perfect bl- that that team is a perfect blend of speed and physicality because Jalen Hurts does both. Obviously, Tyree kills your speed guy. Justin Jefferson kind of does both, but Justin Jefferson just catches everything. Justin it, Jefferson, it, Justin Jefferson, also I think is a good flag football corner. From what we've seen, I think yeah. he's a good flag football corner. So that, so, and then and then you have Travis Hunter. That team, nobody's stopping that team. <laughs> Nobody is stopping that damn team. Like, good freaking luck, rest of the world. I, I, Godspeed and good luck because you're nuts. Like, you know how many times we are going to see Tyreek Hill throw up the deuces as he crosses the goal line? <sighs> oh my God. Bro, Jalen Hurts' stat line. I know the games are a lot shorter, but Jalen Hurts' stat line, like, for all those guys. Jalen Hurts is going to have like 15 touchdowns a game. <laughs> it's sickening. It's so sickening. And again, oh we're talking about God. this as if, as if this Olympics started tomorrow. So obviously our, our picks will probably change in f- five years' time. But still, I think it's a great game. And we'll play it with Shane, too. I want to see how Shane yeah. differs with it. So your five yeah. is who again? Uh, Well, we're we're basically the same for everything. Yeah. Except except that I want Kelsey and you want uh, and I want Dyer Alexander. So I'm yeah. so mine yeah. So ours is, is Travis Hunter, uh Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, uh Jalen Hurts, Hurts, and you said Kelsey, I say Jair Alexander, because I think Jair Alexander is actually a perfect flag football player from yeah. what I've seen. So there you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, and speed does kill, but also you you still. I mean, and Flag Football is more about speed because you're not tackling. That's why Tyreek. Want... That's why Tyreek kills like an automatic in, and he wants to do yeah. it anyway. So yeah. we're obviously picking Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but I, I just think I just think to have just that well balanced, you do need that one physical guy, and that's what Travis Kelsey is. Travis Kelsey, just seeing him back there playing freaking corner, can you imagine like a five six cornerback in flight football just trying to cover his ass? That, that's that's another reason why like yeah like he might not be he's not, like he's not the fastest, but you can't tell me that like oh like some some slot corner from from Croatia. <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna cover Travis Kelsey. You are on crack if you think that. Like, there's no way. Oh my god, we'll do this game with oh. Shane later in the week because I want to see what he says. It's so good. It's good, so good. And then the other the other sports the other sports are obviously exciting too. I, I would like. I to love do all of sports. them. I think all of them yeah. are excellent. Yeah. So that's gonna be so much fun. I I, I cannot pray. wait. They're having a meeting in the next couple of days to vote on it. I'm praying that all eight get in. Oh, they'd be dumb not. And then, like, I mean, I could see leaving a couple out, like, because no one's gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna watch. Like, they're not not disrespect to the athletes that work hard for this, but I don't think in terms of viewership and stuff like that, no one's gonna watch like squash. Uh, no one's gonna watch cricket. I don't think. No, like, people are gonna. That's part of it. People will actually watch cricket like internationally. So. Oh well, yeah, yeah, but I, I think for us, especially because in the states too, and that's where and that's where they're gonna target a lot of it. So. I don't think anybody's gonna care for squash or cricket. Lacrosse, Lacrosse might be sure. a, would be lower, but like flag football, baseball, and softball can definitely make waves. Yeah. So especially and especially flag football and baseball. Do you so, realize? Do you realize we're actually gonna have content to talk about in the summer of that Olympics? Because you, we're gonna have to cover flag football. That's gonna be our thing. Oh my god! Okay. That's oh, gonna the, be our thing. We're gonna be and then, covering and then flag we have, football. We have to. We have to write down. Our lineups, because if that if at least some of them come true, I'm gonna be pissing myself. Okay, like, wait, we we can't we can't tell. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that Shane saw Tyree Kill, so he'll put him in there. I, but, I think Tyree so. Kill. I think Tyree Kill is an automatic ad, just because I think just from just from that, I think the idea is that he's your recruiter. He's your LeBron James recruiter. Yeah. So I think he has to be in all of our lineups, but everything else is up for grabs. Like if 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 Shane if Shane knows that Tyreek I'm sure he does, yeah. but it, let's say he does like let's say he does know. Okay, then we're all agree we're all agreeing on Tyreek Hill, obviously. Because he, he's I think I think I'll have Shane be like you have to put Tyreek Hill in, pick your other four guys. Yeah, pick your other four. But if he doesn't know, let him pick the five anyway. And yeah, then just, just say, to see how different it is. Just to see. But I don't I don't think I anyway, mean we'll find out when we do the pod next. But I don't think Shane would take Tyreek Hill off his list anyway. Yeah, because in yeah, flag yeah. football. Tyree kills just a flipping cheat code. Yeah, like they call him the cheater for a reason. That guy is is fast as all hell. And just imagine just, the fact that you don't have to tackle. He's just gonna he's just gonna bump it up even more. He's not gonna worry about a guy tackling if, his ass. If this if this guy if, if this guy get, is gonna get two thousand yards this year and a and a crap ton of touchdowns from Tua. Can you imagine in flag where he doesn't get contacted, how many yards and TDs he could possibly put up, especially with Jalen Hurts throwing him the ball. Someone has to cover Justin Jefferson. Someone has to cover, well, on my end, Travis Kelsey. And someone has to cover Travis Hunter. Oh, oh Jesus, forget it. it, it oh, it, it's it's that. Uh, just give, I don't I don't care. Give give the U.S. the win in that category. It's over. It, it, like, just, 
Just like just like Vince Carter said in a 2000 slam dunk contest, it's over. It's over because my God, it would be so. Oh, it, that's almost unfair. Like you want to call the tush push unfair? Look at the look at the potential lineup for flag football for the U.S. And tell me that's not unfair. Oh my god! But no, if the NFL says no, Johnny Menzel is my quarterback. <laughs> Book it. Oh no! Oh no! I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't, <laughs> I don't, want, it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I mean, he's doing. He's doing well in fan controlled. I guess. Uh, but, yeah, but see, well, and then going back to what I originally said, the only a reason originally why I wanted Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he would do it, but the only reason why I wanted him originally was because he can make every th- single throw, like sidearm behind his back. I no just don't look. know if he's a good defensive player. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Off- offensively, he's he's obviously fine, phenomenal, but defensively, yeah, he's because like, I because I, I don't think because to be honest, I don't think. If they were to actually do this, they would just pick five players. I think they would have alternates. So if that's the case, yeah, then yeah, we have even more oh, options. Oh, we should build our teams. <laughs> we should build our teams and not say anything, and see how many of them like. So we have our five, though, me between me and you. Well, but we okay, but shoot. we can just ignore it. But like, yeah, no, we can we can make this a game. This would be. Fun. Oh, I'm so I'm so fun. <laughs> I want I want to do it so bad. I want to see how close we all are. Um, basic. So the way I would do this is we have five v five, but we have to pick a total of eleven players. Yeah, just so uh, we do yeah. eleven on We're eleven, and we have like oh. a bunch of alternates. Oh, it's gonna be so fun! Oh, it's gonna be so fun! Oh my god, I'm gonna create <laughs> like dream, dream team in the NFL has a negative connotation, obviously. But my god, a flag football dream team like you see. This is why for fantasy football, for anybody listening, anybody who plays, this is why you get excited for fantasy football. This is fantasy football on crack because this could this, this could be real life. This could actually be real life. NFL so, make make Shane, Brandon, and I the U.S. flag football committee and have us just debate this shit and give us give us the keys. We'll make the best oh, team possible. Oh, oh, I'm so ready. Oh my god, the amount of excitement flowing through my veins for a thing that might even not ha- might not even happen. Oh my god, I I am so giddy. I'm not gonna sleep tonight because all I'm gonna be thinking about is 2028. What is the NF? What is not NFL? What is the U.S. flag football team gonna look like in the Olympics? Oh my god. Oh. And keep in mind, we have we have a bunch of years. So in 2028, we're gonna have other players come out of college. That would be good. Whatever. We're going to have, like, so many insane options. Oh, my God. I, I can't. I cannot. Oh. I, I can't even form a coherent sentence. It's, <laughs> it's, it, 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 is, it is so much more than a, than a wet dream. You have no idea. Oh, <laughs> my God. It would be amazing. It, it, it honestly might be better than sex. <laughs> it's... It's. It, I cannot wait to create these teams. You have no idea. Oh my god! It's gonna be like a Madden team on steroids. <laughs> but there's like, there's very like clear. It's also different because it's very clear rules. I'm gonna text this to Shane and say this is what we're doing on Sunday. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. Sunday we have to. We're Sunday we have to create our USA. Olympic flag football teams. <laughs> teams, we 
we can pick college or pro or pro and the Olymp I'm going to say and the Olympic Games start tomorrow. That's that's how we're doing this. Start tomorrow. Uh, four. Yeah, I'm do we're doing. I'm texting Shane as we're doing this. Um, for Sunday, for Sunday's pod, we we have to create our USA Olympic flag football teams. We can pick college or pro players. Olympic games start tomorrow. Five v five. 5v5 games with five starters and what what's the math so 11 minus 5 is what six. again 6 so five starters oh, no. don't tell me you couldn't do basic math there for a second I, I, dude i can't i i don't care about math six that's al fair six alternates Love it. I'm going to see what Shane says. What positions? Um, well, okay. So, so. The wide receivers are our are, are corners. Wide so, receivers are corners. RCBs. So Is that it? Wide receivers, yeah. RCBs, slash safeties. Yeah. And, well, well, no, no, no. All, all players, all players. Play defense. All players play. All players play. Yeah, all I'm we're doing the rolls on the fly. All players play offense. Offense and defense. EX wide receivers play corner. Play corner. Um, the only admissions is two players have to be on your team, Tyree Kill and Travis Hunter. I think that's pretty fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So then you have nine more slots. Well, our, our, our five are filled in. Yeah. So we you have nine more slots. Yeah. He, he has nine more. We have six. Well, I, I might change mine, but. That we gave our five, but we might change it because we have. To yeah, it's that's true. Yeah, it's it's subject to change. This is preliminary. Yeah, so that's how that's oh. how we're doing this rule set. I can't wait to sit on it for 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 almost a week. I, I'm gonna have so much fun with this. It's gonna be gonna be insane. Shane's like, huh? The only emissions is two players have to be on your team. He's like, huh? How do I explain it? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can just tell him like. Well, because Tyreek Hill said he basically said he wants to do it, and he, he's going to be want, recruiting he, guys. Hill is your recruiter. Yeah, Hill and is he, your. He came out. Yeah, he came out and said he wanted to do yeah, it. Basically, Hill, Hill is your LeBron. He is your recruiter. And then Travis Hunter, because Travis Hunter is the only player in America right now, recruiter. the only great player in America that plays both sides of the ball. And Travis Hunter actually plays both sides of the ball. Yeah, Hill is your LeBron. He is your recruiter, and Travis and Travis Hunter actually plays both sides of the ball. Let me see what Shane says. I will change the rules as we go along if we need to. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. 
So Hill has to be on your team because he's your LeBron and then Travis Hunter because he actually plays both sides. And he probably will likely be available for 2028, so I guess we can do it that way. Yeah. But yeah, that that are are you are are you are you excited that we're actually doing this? This is an actual thing. Yeah. yeah. But see, now the one dude we also have to consider too, where are these players gonna be in five years? No, we don't. I the the rule set of now. Yeah. Rule set is rule set is the, now, the Olympic much. games start tomorrow. That's part of okay, the rule set. Okay, that's fine. Well, yeah, because yeah, because you, you don't know who you know what which rookie's gonna explode in the next five years and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's that's fine. I'm gonna make sure to write that down. But yeah. Oh wait, are they officially on the team, or is that just your rule? No, they're officially on the team. Officially on well, the team. Well, Hill Hill's officially on the team, pretty much. Officially on each Travis of our teams. Just, just, yeah. Each of our teams. Preliminary though, like early, early on, the the and the then, consensus is to have both yeah. of them. Yeah, I think we can, we can, we can, we can, we can just say, let's just do this. We can say Hill has to be on all of our teams. Let's just do that. We're doing this on the fly. This is a ridiculous podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry for people listening. Like this sounds so weird to have just some some parts of silence, but it's like no, we're we're laying out the the, the ground rules. We're for laying, this, we're of. doing the rule set for this. Yeah. So you're you're hearing us as we're basically live create as we're we're crafting rules for this. We're we're like we're like we're like this is like this is our Snyderverse. This is our Snyderverse. <laughs> like this is. Oh, it just because it, it basically almost is. Oh God, it's just I can't wait for this. Oh my God, I, I, like uh, my octopus teacher is gonna have to wait like another couple days because I'm gonna be. We're gonna just do both. We're gonna going. do both. We're gonna do both. Oh, yeah, I know. But Jesus, man, that's gonna be so much fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Wait, wait, should I watch that movie for Thursday or watch it for Sunday? Thursday, right? Because technically we have to we have to do our movie. We can we do it on Thursday. on Thursday night. We can technically do it on Thursday if you want. Yeah, it kind of just has to be you and me doing it a little yeah. bit, and then we can get Shane's thoughts as we go. Yeah. Or, it's, yeah, our thoughts on Sunday once we pick the next movie, yeah. pretty much. Uh, we kind of, like, yeah. because... Because, because I kind of skipped, I skipped a week. Yeah, no, because because Hill is your recruiter. That's it. Because Hill is your recruiter, and he actively wants to do it. Yeah. Anyone we want. Well, because well, Hill came out and basically said he he's he's basically the he look like tell Shane to look up like Hill's like Twitter yeah. or Twitter or Instagram whatever it was because Hill said he basically wants to do it. Yeah. But Cheetah said he's all in for it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm just say I'll just say skip Hunter. Just Hill. Skip Hunter, just Hill. Even though Hunter's definitely gonna be on my team. Yeah. So I don't I don't have a I don't have a question on that. Yeah. But yeah, that's our rule set. Hope people are excited for that. That sounds kinda nuts. I, I can already tell that's that's gonna be a really fun podcast after after covering 
the games, you know, because obviously we're going to have thoughts about the games like we always do. I mean, we always have fun just covering regular stuff anyway. But then to add... Shane's like, I don't want Travis Hunter. Okay, we can, <laughs> we can eliminate him. Lol. I don't want Travis... Well, see, no. Eliminate, he, can eliminate, he can eliminate him from his team. Then we have to think about what we're going to do with our teams. So... Yeah. And not gonna lie, I might, I might still stick with him. So I'm gonna have to just see. I'm gonna have to really I think sit I, down I with think it. He's very clearly in for me. I don't want Travis Hunter. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I said lol. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. For anybody listening, yeah, Shane just said to us. I mean, I was gonna pick Hill anyway, but but not. Well, yeah, yeah but no, not. not. Yeah, fair. I didn't want Travis Hunter. Uh. Okay, but what are the positions? QB, halfback, two receivers, center slash tight end type. Basically, I like that. yeah. Yeah, yep. that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about the running back. Holy shit. <laughs> Cause we didn't pick a running back. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Then D B L B two corners well, and a safety. Yeah. No. But they all well, no. but they all have so so you're so basically well, but yeah. You... But but all offensive players must play defense, basically is the thing. All yeah. players, all players must, because that's how it works in real, in real fan, in real, in real flag football. Yeah, must play offense and defense. Yeah, though, that's the thing. Bit, all players yeah, must like, play offense and defense, though. Yeah, because because that's you need that's how it because... works in real life. Because your because your two wide receivers yeah, are gonna yes, play corner. Yeah, your two receivers are gonna play corner. Yeah, so he's like QB halfback, two wide receivers, a center slash tight end type, then defensive line linebacker. But what are the positions on each side of the ball? Oh, uh, so he's I I think he's saying like, oh, what does your wide receiver play on the flip side? Your wide receiver so, plays corner. Wide yeah, receiver and, plays corner. Because it, uh, in fact, does, the, does the halfback does the half like who? So then the halfback plays like half linebacker. Would almost make it, yeah, your halfback would be basically like your, like your linebacker. So halfback plays linebacker and then um, tight end plays D-line, I guess. But remember, you also don't have to pick all offensive players either. You can pick somebody. That's from what a, I'm from saying. A, you can pick somebody. Yeah. Wide receiver CB. Um, like like, like they, they have to mirror each other. So it's like let's say you pick Jesse Bates as a safety. He could play on your offense as a wide receiver yeah. or something like that. But where does so the like, QB yeah. play? QB. Your QB would probably be your extras. You're probably be your safety, your second yeah, safety. Let's just say that. So QB is your safety. So wide receiver QB. corner. Half, wide receiver is your corner. Halfback is your linebacker. Tight end is your, your defensive line. And your, your quarterback is your safety. Your your halfback is – or actually your half – no. Your half – well, it's tough because your halfback – well, you have to be able to rush the passer after a certain amount of counts, right? After a certain yeah. amount of beats, obviously. Like the seven I'll, just say, I'll just say, for example, I'll just say, yeah. for example, like that. Like, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to tell him we're still on the pod. If you we're doing, we're still on the pod doing yeah. this currently. So he might hop in, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the, but does he have it though? I think he got <laughs> like it. Why? So, so that's kind of how we're we're gonna do this. We'll explain the rules more in depth on Sunday, but we literally spent an, half an hour just 
this is us giving you behind the scenes of how we plan a show, basically. Yeah. How we plan yeah. a topic. Yeah, basically. Like eight hours. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so so oh, so oh yeah. Over there, over there, eight hours from now would be what five, five, six. Yeah, five. Oh my god. Yeah, has a film. Shane, Shane, our boy has a film shoot. Anyway, it's one thirty. It's one thirty my time. So if I had to wake up at five o'clock, I I wouldn't <laughs> lose my mind. I wouldn't. Um. All right. Well, that's that's our. That you. So basically, you guys got us talking about the NFL and for a post credit scene. You got us. You got to see us do a live show plan. <laughs> For the weekend, Basically, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Are you? Are you? Uh, I assume you're continuing to be very excited about this, this, <laughs> this topic. We're, oh, I, my, my, my heart and my ears and my eyes light up when I hear like we're gonna talk about flag football for the Olympics, because my God, I've wanted, I've wanted it. Like I remember they, I've they, wanted they, it for they, years. They, they, I think they had like rumblings before. They're like, oh, maybe we should put like a, a football thing together for the Olympics. Like I remember, I remember hearing something like that, and I was like. I want it desperately. So the fact now that it could potentially be potentially become a real thing, depending on what, what they feel like and what they vote on that stuff. But just for fun, just be able for us to create fancy football teams for a real life thing that could happen is so much fun. I'm gonna finish it's so much fun. I'm gonna finish this show with the best tweet of the night. Lewis Riddick said, Execute your profession with the effort that Max Crosby executes his and you'll be alright. Facts. actual (laughs) facts and i hope we executed this pod great for you guys as well thank you for joining me brandon this was a lot of fun and uh, i guess we'll see you on thursday or friday yeah i know i'll be here hopefully the rest of you all will tune in too so it's a lot of fun as always double upload once again that's gonna be fun for all you listening to listen to both of our rants from the week uh but uh we'll see you all on thursday or friday have a great night everybody yep take care everyone